the truth is when it comes to the stock market, you are the horse in the race and you got to own it, especially if you want to get on the other side of financial freedom. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Brown Report Stock Market Report, where it's all about power charts, power trades, power profits. And now your host, stock market trader and coach, Jason Brown. Hey, everybody, Jason Brown here and welcome to another edition of the Brown Report. In this episode, I really want to dive into some of the conversations that I have with people in to keep their anonymity, I won't mention any names, all good people, all beautiful people. And uh, I'm blessed and fortunate to be able to chat with individuals about the stock market, about money, different things like that. So I welcome questions, emails, Facebook messages, different things like that to uh, our business page. But I want to talk about some of the comments or the mindset of some of the conversations that I have, because I believe that it can help you in your journey to get to the other side of financial freedom, wherever you may be at on that journey. And when I was thinking about how do, how do I want to convey this episode to you, I was thinking about horses. I was thinking about horses because you are the horse in the race, the race of life, the race of money. And when I was thinking about some of the comments that or discussions that I've had with individuals, I thought, I wonder if they look at themselves as a horse in in a race. Like if you showed up to a racetrack and you were betting on a horse, you know, which one would you bet on? And that's what I want you thinking about. Are you betting on yourself? Are you that horse in the race or are you on the sideline and you're not even in the game? So let's get into the first comment that I see often. So most of the times when I talk to individuals, they find out, hey, you're in the stock market, either a friend of mine knows you or I've seen some of your videos on YouTube or came by your Facebook page or I listen to your podcast, I read your blog post. One of those those, those formats is, is somehow an individual you know, reaches me. And when we start to discuss you know, the stock market money and is it real and can it work for them? That's normally like the the real motivation behind some of the conversations is, is it real and, and can it work for them? And the, the answer is yes, it's real. And yes, it can work for you. But if, but I immediately notice some things that will prevent that person from ever seeing success unless they make some real fundamental mindset shifts. And so I'm going to play out one of the conversations. So I had a conversation with a young lady and a real, you know, real nice young lady. She was referred to me and, you know, we started talking about the stock market she says, hey, I want to I want to have my money work for me. I want to, I believe, start building wealth, I believe was the word that 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 she used. And I, and I love it. Right. Who doesn't want to start building wealth, start having their money work for them? I get excited when people say things like that. Those are like buzzwords for me. But then like my high quickly comes down, right? Like I'm high. I'm like, woo, all right. We got somebody who's ready to do this. And then sometimes my high quickly comes down. So here's why. So as we start to converse, I'm like, so talk to me. Tell me, you know, what do you want to do? And she says, uh, you know, I want to be wealthy. I said, great. You know, what What? What does wealth mean to you? And I, I don't remember what the exact number or, or terminology terminology. Uh, that was used, but 
It usually goes something like I want to replace my nine to five income. I want to have the option to work or not. And, you know, I want my money to work for me. I want to be free to travel the world, do what I want to do. And, you know, that's 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 wealth. Oh, I want to buy this dream car. I want to buy this dream house. And I say, great. So I usually ask, what's what's the game plan? You know, I start talking, hey, what, what's your game plan to accomplish that? Let me know how you plan. You know, you came to me, obviously, because you want to know how to have your money work for you inside the stock market. And, you know, I don't give advice, but I can educate you on how the game works. And here's the, you know, the comment that I, you know, that I got. And it's just we're talking about how much money you have, how much time you have and how much education or knowledge that you have. Those are really the three bases that are going to tell me everything I need to know about the individual. And her response was, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to learn it, but I, I, I don't want to put that much uh, time into it. And so right there, a red flag goes up for me, right? Because I'm like, well, I don't know when the last time you like interviewed some people who acquired wealth, but not put, unless they hit the lottery, not putting a lot of time into it was definitely not part of the equation. Like they had to work on their craft. They had to work on whatever they were building or investing in or creating or whatever the case may be. And so, and so that's one of the, you know, horses that are out there, right? The, the horse that doesn't want to put the time in. And so when you think about it, you know, I want you to think about going to a, a doctor's office. You know, you got you got some type of illness. You got to have open heart surgery and you walk into the doctor's office or you're researching doctors and surgeons. And one of the things that you look up and you say, you know, how long has this doctor been doing this? And, you know, why is he passionate about, you know, heart surgery? And the doctor says, well, you know, I, I just took some courses, you know, at the at the local community college. I didn't really want to put that much time into it. So I didn't go get a doctorate degree. I didn't really go to um, medical school. I didn't really do a residency and work up in up under anybody. I, I didn't really want to put that much time into it. I just wanted to work on some hearts here and there and just see, you know, kind of save some lives. You would look, you would pause like I just didn't. You would look at like, what? I, uh, thank you, but no thank you, right? You'd be going back to your medical provider like, who, who in the world did you just send me to? And I know that sounds crazy, right? Because, of course, you got to go to medical school and do some other things to become a doctor. But the point the point is when it comes to like your your health or something like that, you would never accept a horse or a doctor that just said, you know, I want to save some lives. I want to work, do open heart surgery, but I don't want to put that much time into it. But yet when it comes to making money, which is a very I wouldn't say a complicated subject, but it's a very, you know, if everybody could do it, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And so when it comes to you creating wealth, I'm normally shocked when I hear that, um, you know, I'm, I'm willing to learn it, but I don't want to put that much time into it. Now, here's the thing. Let's talk about this type of a horse that doesn't want to put the time into it, because there are some solutions for you. But that's going to lead me into the next the next uh, discussion that I normally have 
And, and, and if you're not on this side of the fence, then there's another problem. So the next the next discussion I normally have with someone is that, you know, I want to be financially free or financially independent or set, but I don't want to put that much money into it. So here's the thing. The first horse was like, I'm willing to learn it, but I don't want to put that much time into it. OK, so if you don't want to put that much time into it, then you need to be able to pay to speed up the process. You need the best software. You need the best tools. You need the best education. And you also need it fast, right? Because you don't have that much time. So you need more of an accelerated learning process. Well, that doesn't that doesn't come cheap, right? If you're trying to cram or pass a test, you need to hire the best tutor. You need to study around the clock. You need them to teach you some quick learning um, patterns. They need to tell you what to look out for. They've took this test, you know, uh, 20 times and here's what to look out for every year. They only add two new sections and here's the two new sections they're adding this year, whatever the case may be, you need some money and some expertise, some knowledge to kind of help you or a coach to help you speed up that, that learning process. But what I find is the person that's uh, willing to learn it, but doesn't want to put that much time into it, they normally don't, they, they need to have a lot of money if they're going to be that horse or have that, that attitude, but they don't. So then they come to the next one, which is, well, I want to be financially set. I'll put some time into it, but I don't want to put that much money into it. And so to this one, when I, when I ask, you know, this person, well, you know, I'm looking like, well, what kind of horse is this? Right? Like, can you imagine going to the horse race and, you know, a guy wants to run his horse or race his horse and make him compete, but he doesn't want to put that much money into it. Doesn't want to buy his horse racing. I don't know. What do horses wear? Like those little metal horseshoes, like doesn't want to buy the horse the best metal horseshoes, doesn't want to feed the horse the best food, doesn't want to pay for the best uh, veterinarian for the horse. But they just want to win a couple, I'm about to say Indy 500, but a horse doesn't run an Indy 500. But the point is, uh, they, they want the horse to win a couple of those races, but they don't want to feed it the best food. They don't want to get it the best medical treatment. They don't want to get the horse the best shoes. It just doesn't like, what What horse is that? That, that horse isn't going to win the race. So when someone says, I want to be financially set, but I don't want to put that much money into it, I'm thinking, OK, well, describe financially set, first of all, because uh, financially set to me, I mean, you're talking uh, whatever your lifestyle is, you're able to replace that type of income, whether you work or not. And most people in America have a pretty high standard of, of a lifestyle. And so. You know, I, I believe one of the comments I got uh, from this conversation was like, oh, you know, I'd love to just make one hundred thousand dollars a year. And I'm like, OK, well, well, how much do you have to put up? You know, how much do you want to put into it? I mean, I could get started with like two thousand. I'm like, <laughs> OK, you want to get started with two thousand and your goal is to make a hundred grand. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying that with enough time, you couldn't do that. But most people come in saying, I don't I don't have the time. I don't want to put the time into it. 
and I don't want to put that much money into it. So that's like two strikes against you. So you don't want to invest the time and you don't want to invest the money. And so one of the things, if you're listening, of course you're listening because you're, 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 you're hearing my voice, but if you're driving or when you, when you get home, I want you to write down something. I want you to write down the three R's of investing. And that is realistic rate of return. So you need to be able to find out how can you create a realistic rate of return from the market. And if you have $2,000 and you're like, well, I figure if I could grow it to a hundred thousand, I'm normally like by when, by the end of this year, I'm like, Mm. So do you know what you would have to grow $2,000 by? You would have to grow it by 5,000% in order for you to uh, create $100,000. And then not only that, you'd have to keep doing that year after year. And obviously, if you were able to do that, you'd have a little bit more money to uh, invest with. But um, the reality is you're trying to grow $2,000 five thousand percent. Does that even sound like a realistic rate of return? Five thousand percent. And even if you got the five thousand percent, if your living expenses is at a hundred thousand, you'd have to do that same thing again next year because chances are you're going to spend, you know, ninety eight thousand of the dollars because that's your living expenses. So do you see how that doesn't really make sense? So if you're willing to learn, but you don't want to put that much time into it. You need to have, um, you know, money to speed up the process, get the best food, or in this case, get the best software, get the best teachers, get the, get the best workbooks, get the best knowledge. But then you also need trading capital. And if you don't want to put that much into it, you're trying to squeeze out a 5,000% return, which doesn't meet the double R criteria. That's not a realistic rate of return on your investment. I mean, that's an anomaly if that happens. Where does that happen? That happens in the lottery, right? You buy one ticket for $1 and somehow you win a million bucks or you win the Powerball or something like that. But those odds are like one in multi-millions, right? And then the the other one is, uh, and then I'm saving like the 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 best one for last. So so stick with me here. The other one that I hear is I'm willing to invest, but only if you can guarantee I won't lose any money. Well, first of all, I'm not investing your money for you. All right, like I coach my students inside of Power Trades University. Uh, we you know we go over trades, but they have to look themselves in the mirror and pull the trigger and place the trade for themselves. So I'm normally confused when I hear that because I'm like, well, I didn't I didn't offer to invest your money for you. So I don't know what you mean by you're willing to invest only if I can guarantee you won't lose any money. Like I'm not here to make that kind of guarantee. In fact, if someone does make that kind of guarantee to you, mm, yeah, you should probably run because the truth is there is op- there's risk involved in the stock market if it if it wasn't any risk it would be a job you punch in you punch out you get paid right it's pretty straightforward uh, but the stock market isn't that straightforward you could look at the market and do everything right and it could just be something going on in the news it could be a lawsuit that comes out it could be we go to war it could be all kind of uh, life events that would happen that could disrupt 
what you thought should happen with the stock or with the company and with your investment account. So, you know, I'm willing to invest, but only if you can guarantee I won't lose. That's like showing up to the horse race, basically asking, is this race fixed? And like, how do I get on that inner circle? Like, how do we rig the race? Okay, like how do me, you, a couple of us partner up? We know which horse is going to win and which one's going to lose. And we and we rig the race. And that's just not a um, that just doesn't last. I think that gets people locked up or in jail or something like that. You just, you just don't. It's like insider trading. So, you don't you don't really want to be on that team. I know it sounds fascinating, right? If someone can guarantee you that you won't lose, that's typically inside of trading. And uh, I think you can get some years for that. Ask Martha Stewart. So stay away from that one. All right. So here's the last one that um, I see. So after most people say, hey, I'm willing to learn it, but I don't want to put that much time into it. Or I want to be financially sad, but I don't really want to put that much money into it. And I kind of tell them, well, look, you're going to need to put some time into it. If you ain't got time, you're going to need to put some heavy money and knowledge into it. If you don't have money uh, and knowledge and you don't want to put time into it, they're like, well, you know, can you invest for me? But can you guarantee I won't lose? It's like, well, no, it's not that kind of a party. Uh, Number number, you know, I don't know what number we on, but it's not that kind of a party. And then one of the other ones is um, I I don't want to learn it. I just want to turn my money over or they say, you know, they finally say, well, I just want to turn my money over to someone who's good at it and let them invest for me. Just let them make me wealthy. And so we just we got to pause for the cause on this one, because (laughs) this is one I hear too often. All right. Is that I just I just want to turn my money over to someone else and let them uh, make me wealthy. Here's here's the problem with this one. Most financial planners now, not all. Now, if you're a financial planner or something like that, you know, don't 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 lose your shirt over this. But most most I find, and and how do I know? Because I know I knew some financial people, and um, most of them are salespeople. And I don't think most people know that most of your financial sort of sort of quote unquote advisors, they're actually salespeople. So what does that mean? That means a majority of the time they actually don't know how the market works or they're not the person actually picking the stocks that go inside the fund or the portfolio that they're trying to sell you. Their job is to sell you on bringing your money to the firm or to that fund. And for that, they get comped a commission. And so their goal isn't for the fund to do really well. Their goal isn't for the fund to make you money. Their goal is to match what you told them, which is your age, when you want to retire or whatever your goals were. And they say, hey, we got a fund for that. That's it. Their job is done. It's to match you with the fund. Now, nowhere in that normally is their job to get you wealthy. And the people whose job it is to get their clients wealthy, which are normally like hedge fund managers and different people like that who do um, unordinary investing or they only do 
uh, invest in what qualified investors. It means you normally have to make a million dollars or more or be uh, have a net worth of a million dollars or more. Most people who want to turn their money over to those folks to have them invest for them so that they can be wealthy, you don't have enough money to make it worth their while. I remember one time I went to... I don't want I don't know the I don't remember the company per se so I'm not going to just say a random name just for the sake of saying it but I went to this company and I went through their little seminar and they said you know I said hey you know I want to be wealthy and this wasn't the first time that was when I went to like Chase Bank um and started my mutual fund but this was like later on in life I went and I'm like you know how much to invest with you guys you guys got the big name brand I, I believe I remember the company, but I don't want to say it because it's just not cool. So, but the bottom line is the guy told me, he was like, you know, you need $250,000 for us to even talk to you. He's like, we don't even deal with clients less than 250000 I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, we don't even deal with clients less than 250000 What's What's the point of me sharing that with you? My point is, no one's out here to help you get wealthy and the people who are who who know how to do it you need enough money for it to be worth their while they need enough you need to have enough money for them to invest that if they get 1% if they get 1% of your 1 million dollars you know what i'm saying 1% of your 1 million dollars for them is still is still Still, uh, uh, what ten thousand dollars? So, and then they also want you to have friends that they can go to, that they can talk to through you, and that they can bring their one million dollars over. Does that make sense? So, you're not really bringing enough money to the table to get these guys' appetite wet. I mean, even if you think about that, if you had one million to bring to the table and all they got was one percent a year. They'd make $10,000 off of you. But think about how much money they could make with that $1 million. So normally what they do is they guarantee you 10% and then they go off and they make, um, you know, a different amount. It's kind of like the banks. If you think about the banks, they give you a super low rate of return on your money. And this is like probably for another episode. But think about what the bank does. The bank takes your money in and they give you what, like a quarter of a quarter of a percent. I don't know. They give you something really ridiculously low. They give you a very small percentage. Well, what do you think the bank then does with the money that you just deposited in there and you're letting them hold it? What do you think they do with it? I'll give you a second. They turn around and loan your money out to the next guy who's coming in there who wants to buy a car. They loan it to the next person who's coming in there and wants to buy a house. The only difference is they're not they're not charging that person a half of a quarter of a percent. They're charging that person four percent, six percent. And they're charging them it over a 30 year time frame. So 
they take your money and then they give you a really, really low interest rate for you leaving it in there. And then they turn around and they loan it back out at a super high interest rate. So what does that tell you? That's just basically telling you that the people with the, the, the knowledge or the power to do it, they're not really going to come to you and say, well, sure, because you want me to help you get rich. Um, we can do that for you. No, they're playing their game unless you have enough money for them to um, say, well, he's our million dollar client. So we have a special account for you guys. Right. So unless you're in that bracket, you're just not playing that game. So I want you to take I want you to leave this episode thinking, what's a realistic rate of return that you can get for your money? And then ask yourself, what horse are you going to have to be in the game in order to get it? Are you going to be have to be the horse that's going to put in the time? Are you going to have to be the horse that comes up with a ton of money so that you can make it appetizing for the people with the knowledge to invest for you? Or are you going to be the horse that goes and gets the knowledge and then figures out how to grow um, your own bank account? If you if you look at it, these are just multiple combinations. But the best horse is probably the horse that has all three characteristics. They know they're willing to put in the time. They know they're willing to invest uh, money and build their account over time. And they know they're willing to put in the work to get the knowledge so that they at least know what they're doing. Or when they get to a point when they can outsource it or hire somebody else, they at least understand the game a little bit to make sure that they're not getting uh, swindled. So you have to ask yourself, which combination are you going to be the person that you have a lot of money, but you don't have the knowledge? Those are our doctors, our lawyers. I see that all the time too. smart people went to school, got a lawyer degree, got a doctorate, became a, you know, a surgeon. And these guys lose ton and girls lose a ton of money in the stock market because they got the money, but they don't have the knowledge. And then you see a lot of people with the knowledge well, no, you don't. But I see people with the knowledge, but they don't have any money. Right. That's a bold situation to be in as well. And then you got people who got all the time who have the time, but they don't want to put the time in to learn this industry. So maybe they have time and money, but they're not spending the time wisely to get the knowledge to learn how this game works. They'd rather watch Game of Thrones or they'd rather just, um, you know, I don't know what what these people do, but they're obviously not studying how the market works. So let me know what horse are you and what horse do you need to become to get in the game and win the race and get on the other side of financial freedom? I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Brown Report Stock Market Report. We hope this episode has been educational and inspirational. For more power stock trading tips, tutorials, and training, visit www.thebrownreport.com.